The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? Rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. You did. I'm, I'm, thank you. And you're all dressed up for it. We I got am. you all dolled up for it. That's I'm all in my hippie outfits and my, my tie-dye t-shirt. If, you if are, people could see me now. You yeah. are cranking, girl. Thanks. So, you know, it helps to have a good instructor. It also helps to have a little <laughs> natural bit. You got a, you're got you a natural for it. And I got a naturally talented instructor. So, hey, enough of the mutual admiration society going on here. Guess who we have on the show today? Oh, we have Jamie Smith of Engine Ready on the show. And we have spent lots of time with Jamie doing analog networking, have we not? Uh, yeah, you could call it that. I, and, and I've gotten to spend some extra quality time with Jamie on the road. We we actually, this past summer, we were on the road with him for several dates on a, on a concert tour. It wasn't a concert tour. It was a conference tour. And um, and we, we both got to hang out with him during the conference, after hours. We got to know him really, really well. And this is a man that not only knows his stuff, but he's willing to share freely with people what he knows and um, yeah. sit down and have a nice drink with you, too, like a yep. good, solid beer. The man drinks Heineken, Mike. And, um, it can't be all bad if he's drinking the same beer we are, right? I'll have what he's having. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, hey, I want to talk to you today. I want to ask you some specific questions. I want to interview you for a couple minutes because we have spent a lot of time over the last years um, using Salesforce. A lot of our clients do, whether they be small business or enterprise businesses, and there's differences between the, the contact manager and the group edition and the enterprise edition. And we tell people you can integrate it with LinkedIn. But tell me about the differences, why that's important, and the differences of, of how different editions act and what you can do and can't do. Well, frankly, we're still in a world where copy and paste is is, yeah. is, is our, our friend. Yes, it um, is. And, and it's just going to be that way for a while. But the, the big deal that we've discovered, because we've been upgrading programs, we've always upgraded our, our programs within LinkedIn, and now we're upgraded within Salesforce as well, is, is as you move up and pay more money to Salesforce per user, more third-party applications become available to you to go buy again. So as you spend more money with Salesforce, you can now go spend more money on applications that plug into it. Cool. Call them add-on apps. But some of them are free, like the LinkedIn app is free, isn't it? One of them is free, and then okay. you get into the, the higher higher level stuff. Okay. So so let's say I'm I'm uh, I'm shaking your hand, Lori. 
Okay? You're shaking my I'm shaking hand. your hand. That's one thing. Now, let's touch five fingers. Oops, we have to use the same hand. We have to use the opposite hands now. Now I have five data paths to you. Okay, I see Before, that. the first time, I had one data path to you. Oh, palm to palm as okay. opposed to fingertip to fingertip. I so at the that. lower level, you get the simple handshake. Uh -huh. At the upper level, you get, you know, fingertip touch, kind okay. of say. You get, you get more interaction. Great. So, whereas in some cases, I might be only able to read at a lower level. If I pay more money, I can read and write. I can do more things dynamically. That's a great explanation. So, on the group edition of Salesforce, for example, there's the RedKite plugin that we use that allows us to connect our account to LinkedIn. And if we're connected to somebody or not, it goes out and pulls their LinkedIn API and kind of gives us a the top part of their little headline and header area mm -hmm. that we can see while we're in Salesforce. And then I can click on it and actually go to LinkedIn and see the rest of the profile. Yeah, as opposed to uh, um, other technologies where you might copy and paste data into your into your CRM system here, mm -hmm. this is a dynamic thing. So as they change some information, it's dynamic. We get the dynamic pull. I'll tell you, the one who really gets this is Zobni. They're the ones yeah, who understand Zobni. this the most. They've got oh, the most powerful API-level tool so in the world. What the hell is Zobni? Zobni would be inbox spelled backwards. Inbox and spelled backwards. X-O-B-N-I. Okay. X-O-B-N-I. And, and frankly, it does something kind of similar to this, but it's based on Outlook, not on Salesforce. And most people already have Outlook. And it adds a little panel off to the right that does a lot of these same kind of lookups. I have an idea. For our listeners, if they want to find out more about Zobni, they can go to Zobni.com or they can go to our radio archives on rocktheworldradio.com and they can listen to the show where we actually interviewed Britain, interviewed Britain from Zobni at the Zobni headquarters, which used to be the Twitter headquarters. That was a fun show. We're in the we were in the the very conference room where the Twitter ideas like where hashtag was invented. I know they have they have birds on the room, wall and all the birds glass and stuff. It's really yep. cool. So anyway, the the weirdest things inspire us. I don't know. Maybe they'd inspire you too. But you know what? We got to go to our sponsors. We do. We do. So hey, the the, the, the bottom line on Salesforce.com. Okay. Okay. The group edition costs about 150 bucks a year per person. Yeah, fifteen bucks a month. So something like that. So, um, uh, you know that 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 works pretty good. It but does. what you get, um, in, with it, um, you got you, you pay it up front, and then you only get access to some of these apps that that Salesforce.com has. But then you get to see the ones that the next level has, and it, <laughs> it just sucks you in. It's like you know you sit in the next level car. Let's sit in the Lincoln instead of the Ford. We might like that a lot. That's kind of how it is. You see why Salesforce is so important. It also, key point, you got to have someone doing your Salesforce. This is not a, a do-it-yourself stuff. You need got to have a consultant, got to have outside help um, to get it going, and then you got to have some help getting it running. No way to do it otherwise unless you're you know, technically to put the time really acclimated. So, hey, let's go thank our sponsors. We'll be right back with Jamie Smith of Engine Ready. All right. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. 
mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit the Internet Marketing Ninjas booth at PubCon 2011 Vegas or visit imninjas.com. The Ninjas are coming. As you know, being an expert at f- What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Wow, 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 <laughs> is the night. Da, 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 da. Oh, my gosh, you're Who is that? Out. Who is that? I have seen that this is, so many times. You know, times. it's great that you pull out the record album so I can answer the question who it is. That's well, Billy Squire. You know, and I got the guitar in my hand just like Billy Squire does here. And no, what's actually, it say? Billy what's Squire, the name of the album? Don't Say No. Don't Say No. He's got a real guitar in his hand. You've got a Scooby-Doo. You know. Blowout air guitar. Didn't have to blow my cover. Did I it? didn't, but it was so much fun. It's such a cute guitar. It's my a guitar. It's a guitar. It is. And we have one of my favorite speakers on the show with us today. And I'm going to say it like that because we met Jamie at the Online Marketing Summit and we did a lot of shows together. Been, been, been we, through his program. We've been, been, been on tour there. together. We sit in the front row. We do sit in the front row. I try, and, I try and unnerve people a little bit by sitting right in the front row. Right, Jamie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. How are you all? We're doing great. So how does a boy who lives in Southern California come up with y'all? Well, I think it's probably because I have my guitar in my hand in my office. And so uh, you've got a real guitar. I love it. Did you hear that? Yes. Nice. Come on. Keep going. All right. We'll save that for the second half. But, yeah, great to, great to catch up with you. Um, that's a great question. I think that was um, a play on words. But a Vermonter never should talk about y'all unless they're on the farm somewhere. Somewhere. you got to back it up. You know, back yeah. Up. 
Well, yeah, you did. You grew up in, in, in northern Vermont. That's, you know, what I like about being on tour with you, Jamie, was every time we got together, we sat down for dinners or sat in, in, in rooms together and had an opportunity to talk. We always had stories and it just deepened our relationship. We, we always had something fresh and new to talk about. You know, in, in, in business, uh, they say the game is won in the fourth quarter, but really, uh, we've kind of proven, haven't we, Jamie, that the game is won in the fifth quarter after the game is over and you're celebrating afterwards. And uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think our favorite night was the night of day two at the end of the conference. Um, it was always the big party night for us. But So is that is that appropriate, though? Do you go out with business colleagues, and is it okay to, to party after business or, or go out to happy hour with, uh, with your business associates, or are we just odd? You know, I think you uh, describe it best in, in, uh, in your trainings on LinkedIn in that uh, just social media in general. Uh, however you're comfortable in your personal life should sort of be duplicated in your social media efforts. And if you're someone who enjoys happy hours and, and mingling and don't mind being intimate or sharing some personal details with people over a cocktail, then your social media presence will probably reflect the same thing. <laughs> Cool. That's interesting. You're so, more likely to use Foursquare, aren't you? You're more likely to use Foursquare. So, Jamie, I one thing I really loved about the sessions that I sat in that, that you taught at the conferences was the the you know your your company Engine Ready um, does PPC and display ads and and you incorporate SEO and you incorporate all of those things together to help your clients. Tell us a little bit about Engine Ready and how you got that started. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fairly funny story because I'm from New England and um, grew up in Vermont, and I can't wait to talk about music in Vermont. It's it's a little different. We we don't get uh, the mainstream stuff for a couple years, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I was a um, you know a New Englander going to school, playing basketball, and then when I finished my career, right in my senior year in college, I started getting very interested in the internet, building and selling websites, and I ended up uh, moving down to Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard, after uh, the basketball season ended, and, and uh, sure enough, you know, followed my passion of internet marketing out to the West Coast, and, and uh, started doing, um, instead of web development, web design, moved right into just SEO, purely organic search engine optimization. We consulted Lego Corporation back in 2001, which is a crazy story during the uh, 911 attacks. The Lego corporate offices in New York are very, very close to there. So we flew in there like a week after and it was still smoking. But uh, that was kind of the start of it was just, um, you know, helping, um, you, you know, that, that late 90s, early 2000 rush of, of businesses getting websites and then them turning back to us and saying, um, we thought you just had to get a website and you'd make millions of dollars. Isn't that the internet dream? And, and we said, unfortunately, yeah, you still have to market it. And, and we looked at email marketing banners at the time and, and search engine optimization and, and keyword marketing was always the most profitable. So we just moved heavily into just search marketing at that point. Well, you know, that's, 
that's really cool because a lot of people do think it's a I'm gonna I'm gonna work on the internet and work for my fuzzy slippers at home and it's still a virtual business. It's still a business and it still takes effort and work. Now you've done something recently that really makes the effort a little bit more simple and I was so excited because I'm one of those people out there that's trying to track this here and track that there. And you've come up with a solution for people that are trying to track. Um, called the Strategy Analyzer. Tell me about that. What what prompted you to create that software, and tell me what it does. Sure. Initially, it was designed specifically for agencies. It was really our internal technology of um, the da- daily, weekly, or monthly problem of reporting to your clients, which is typically um, copy and pasting data from your Google Analytics, from your AdWords account, from your Microsoft Bing account, from any social media accounts that you're doing promotions in Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, and then YouTube and what have you. And you basically compile all this data in Excel. And then depending upon, you know, what organization you're in and how your agency reports, those Excel files are, are turned into graphs oftentimes and PDF'd off to the client. It's a very time-consuming process. Uh, it's very manual um, and labor-intensive. So that was the real issue that we were trying to solve is do, do you really have to copy and paste data into Excel every month? Is that really what we've come down to? It's <laughs> so funny because it really hit home with me because when you were first telling me about it, I've got my Excel spreadsheet and I don't even paste it into pretty graphs. I just, I figured if I capture the raw data, someday I'll be able to do something with it. In the meantime, I can at least watch trends. Right. And that's as far as I had gotten until I met you. Right. Yeah. And, and the trends that you want to watch are typically less than, you know, 20, 30 metrics. Sometimes there are only three or four metrics that really matter to you. Right. And so we've extracted out literally just the top 10, uh, top 20 KPIs. To, you know, it can be customized, but really it's about visualizing that data, identifying trends and being able to quickly look and see what is the cause and effect of change, whether it's good or bad. The worst part in, in presenting to a client is saying, hey, the results went up or more, more worse than that would be the results went down and we don't know why. Right. Uh, if the results go down and you can say, oh, I see what happened. It got really competitive this month and the cost per clicks actually went up 25%. We paid more per click, uh, but our conversion rate remained the same. That's why performance got worse. But when you can't answer that question, you're digging through data, um, it can be a problem. So we're really just trying to solve that Reporting automation, visualize the data, and be able to quickly identify cause and effect of change and build in alerts so that you can be notified and, um, when, when things happen. So here's a question. You mentioned KPI, which are key performance indicators, and I'm going to back you up a little bit. For somebody who is out here, uh, maybe they're doing their own pay-per-click campaign or they're considering one. Um, they don't have a lot of experience. What are some of the things that they need to really pay attention to? Um, I mean, like, for example, when I bid, how do I know what the heck to bid? Why don't I just bid the minimum? Sure. No, I mean, getting started in, in, in paid advertising um, is, is a little confusing, mostly because Google has so many features and so many options and so many settings. It, it's, it's intimidating to come into an AdWords account for the first time. Um, but it's also really fairly simple. You can go in, you can pick the keywords that you want to show up for. And, and if you're not careful, Google will take all your money. But if you can adjust some of the settings and put some constraints around it, um, it, can be, it can be very profitable. But the biggest mistake we see is that new businesses or small business owners will go and launch a, an account, um, and they won't take the time to set up the conversion tracking codes. 
Um, and that basically means they're going to spend money and, and operate blind. Um, right. So if you do launch a campaign, it doesn't matter if you've never done it before. There's a free conversion tracker that you just want to put on your thank you page or whatever is a successful visitor to you. Um, usually it's a thank you for requesting information, thank you for purchasing, thank you for signing up for my newsletter. If there's a thank you page on your site, those are typically a successful visitor. Yeah, there you go. You know, the the data intelligence that you get from a campaign is worth the cost of that campaign a lot of times. It's not necessarily the conversion. It's what did we find out about our people. No, no one clicks on the blue button and everyone clicks on the red button or some other some other uh, particular piece. If you don't track it, you don't even find that information or it all gets thrown into one bucket. That's kind of what you're talking about, right? It gets in, put into one bucket instead of smaller buckets we can make decisions on. Exactly, and at the highest level of financial 101, it's how much did I spend versus how much did I make, and to get that answer, inside of that is I spent X and I got this many people to my website for these keywords, and which keywords actually delivered my leads or delivered my sales, and those are the ones I'm willing to reinvest in, and the other keywords I'm going to either you know, build a different landing page or get rid of altogether because they're just wasting money. They're bringing traffic to my site, but the traffic isn't engaging in, in what I'm hoping them to do. How do you put a dollar value on a landing page, a clicker, a visit, a something? I mean, there's a value to everyone who comes there, even if they don't buy. But how do you put a dollar value to that and then tell a customer, here's what we did and here's where your ROI is because the value of a friend or a liker or something is this. So therefore, the campaign was successful. Yeah, and this is, it, it's amazing to me because I got into internet marketing and became very data-driven, but it's very common for small business owners to have never done this exercise, and that is looking at their business and saying, what is my ideal customer and what is the average sale that I generate? And, and once I realize my average sale is worth $100 or $1,000 or a $1 million dollars, what is the typical average sale that comes through my business or if I'm a startup, what am I hoping it's going to be? Um, and then understanding what's the gross profit of that sale. So if I sell a widget for $100 but it costs me 50 to make it, I'm left with $50 in gross profit and now I can set a cost per acquisition goal that would basically allow me to break even. So if I acquire customers for $50 and it costs me $50 to make it, I broke even but that's better than losing money. And we sort of always want to try to find that break-even point of what can we pay to acquire a customer that's absolute worst-case scenario breaking even and then come down from there to start making profit. Uh, such a science, isn't it? That, that, that's why you employ experts to do that stuff because I keep asking questions, asking questions, going like, I just want someone to do that for me. Yeah, so that brings up a good question. Jamie, how do we find an expert? How do we know, for somebody who doesn't know the business, You know, how do we define who an expert is? If it, is it somebody that just sounds smart enough to do it? How, how, what do we look for? How do you shop for yourself, Jamie? Yeah, I think uh, you know what's beautiful about social media is it, it was a lot harder to do due diligence in the past um, and find out what agency I should work with or what internet marketing consultants I should trust or, or give my money to or hand over my marketing to. But now I think there's so much more visibility and you can do due diligence by just doing a Google search um, and, and identifying who they are from their LinkedIn profile to their Facebook profile to what they say on Twitter and quickly determine are they really um, you know, an authority in the industry 
um, and, 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 or, you know, is there someone I can afford? You know, there are certain people that are certainly credible, but most small businesses couldn't afford to do business with them. They've priced themselves just for enterprise consulting. Right. Yeah, we see that over again too. The pro, you're, you come back to a profile. If you can't put describe the words about yourself, how are you going to go do these other professional things? If you got a, a, a five hundred word sentence that it starts with in your summary, right? You know? <laughs> it's kind of scary this is keywords, sometimes. not sentencing. This is called keywords here. <laughs> you know, there should be a little a little bit of formatting in there, shouldn't there? It's a little conciseness, right, Jamie? <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, we're we're almost out of time, and I wanted to I wanted to ask you um, about your favorite band. I, I I asked you that before we got started, and you said some obscure band that Mike and I had never heard of. So we look at each other going like, hmm. <laughs> oh, it's kind of so, jazz, jazzy funk, acid jazz uh, in the uh, Grey Boy All Stars. Um, it, it was a is a funky jazz band, but the bands that were most influential to me growing up were uh, the Grateful Dead and Pink Floyd, oh. and the reason is, is I went to one of Jerry's last concert in Vermont. Well, the only time the Grateful Dead played in Vermont was 1993. Um, and, um, and I went to Pink Floyd in Montreal, and that was my first time that I was given a balloon that was very strange. I thought it was helium, and it wasn't. Huh. So those are the concerts and the music that, in, that, that inspired me <laughs> in no. my high school years. Jamie, I, I, I saw those very same tours, saw Jerry just before he died in, in, in Denver and in Delta Center in, in Salt Lake. They were going to obscure places at the end there. I mean, they'd never played Salt Lake City ever in the history of the world, and they played it there, and then they played Vermont as well. And the Floyd tour was 94. That was the last time Floyd uh, did their biggest thing. Of course, that was a monumental year, 94. Do you remember what it, he, it year was. it was? 1994 was incredibly huge for concerts. It's the first time that the... That the ticket prices crossed $100, and, and tell us about the bands. That... Oh, Jamie, in, in, in 94, every major band was on tour. You had the Rolling Stones, you had U2, you had Pink Floyd, um, Steely Dan reunited that year. The Eagles came four times to Denver that year. Um, wow. um, uh, Traffic reunited that year. I believe Prince was out that year. Yeah. Um, everything happened. It'll never happen that way again. He had everyone but Madonna that year. Wow. U2, U2 was that year. They, they can't do that anymore because there just aren't enough roadies. They, they, they just, the, the shows are oh. such big productions. And people don't have enough money for the ticket prices yeah. now. Yeah, I'm not going to spend $10,000 on tickets one year and only 1000 the next because all the good shows were one year. <laughs> or, or divide it by 10. You know, maybe, it's maybe a little less for some people. Yeah. Right. That's insane. Well, so how can we're we're unfortunately we're out of time. This is thank you so much. You've you've really done a lot. I think today to help us educate people about PPC and some of the key things they need to know. How can people find you if they have more questions? Sure. Yeah. The easiest would be to go to engineready.com and then uh, you know contact us um, or myself directly. You can go um, to my LinkedIn profile or. On Twitter, my Twitter handle is EngineReady or EngineReady CEO is my personal. But um, yeah, reach out to me if you have any questions. Love to help. And, and um, thanks for having me on the show, Lori and Mike. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're, I will just tell our fans that you are very approachable, very easy to do business with, very easy to talk to, and a heck of a lot of fun after hours. A heck hours. of a lot of fun. <laughs> that really matters. It does. The game is really one. In the fifth quarter. It is. That's it <laughs> for the day. So, Mike, take us away. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. You know what, though? Wow, wow, wow. I heard we were going to hear some more from Jamie. 
Oh, it's out of tune. Bummer. <laughs> Mine's always in tune. Oh, yeah. Nice. Sing it to me, brother. So, Mike, where can people find us? Mondays at 7 o'clock Eastern, p.m. Webmasterradio.fm is the main channel. Our particular channel on it, rocktheworldradio.com, takes you right there. Rocktheworldradio.com takes you right to where you can catch this show as well as all the archive shows. Right. And if you want to subscribe, go to iTunes, search for Rock the World, all one word, Rock the World with LinkedIn. And you can subscribe on iTunes, leave reviews, comments, get every show as they're new. It's brilliant. It's fun. And we'll see you next week. I got to hear some guitar. Bring it on, Brasco.